It is time for our Enchanted Forest Story Hour. Snuggle in, children, because we have a story for you. Well, in our last installment, we saw that Aunt Spiker wanted to make a lot of money off of this giant peach. And she was pretty much right. I mean, word of this huge, giant peach spread like wildfire. Considering it was a peach about the size of a house. And people came from all over to look at it. They had lines of people piling up, paying money to get into a line to go and look at this giant peach. Come on, come on, everybody. Come look at this giant peach. Only one dollar to see this giant peach. Hurry, hurry, hurry. And kids are half price. One at a time, one at a time. Please don't push. Don't push. You're all going to get in. Don't worry about it. Just give us your money. Hey, hey you, you snuck in. You haven't paid. Get back here and give us your dollar. By lunchtime, hundreds of people, men, women, and children, all pushing and shoving to get a glimpse at this miraculous fruit. Even helicopters were flying over to try to get a look at it. It'll cost you double if you bring a camera. Hey, we don't care if they bring a camera. We'll just collect the money. Come on, bring your cameras and pay double and you can get a picture of this giant peach. But while all this excitement was going on outside, poor James was forced to stay locked in his bedroom, just peeping through the bars of his windows at the crowds below. The disgusting little brute would just get in everyone's way, so we had to lock him up. Aunt Spiker said early in the morning. Oh, please, he begged. I haven't met any other children for years and years, and there's going to be lots of them down there for me to play with. And perhaps I could help you sell tickets? Cut it out, Aunt Sponge snapped. Your Aunt Spiker and I are about to become millionaires, and the last thing we want is the likes of you messing things up, getting in the way. Well, later, when the evening of the first day had come and gone and people had all gone home, the ants unlocked James's door and ordered him to go outside and pick up all the garbage that the people had left in the yard. Please, couldn't I have something to eat first? he asked. I haven't eaten all day. No! they shouted and kicked him out the door. We're too busy to make food. Food. We're counting our money. But it's dark, cried James. Get out, they yelled. And stay out until you've cleaned up all that mess. And they slammed the door and they locked it shut. Well, hungry and trembling, James stood outside alone, wondering what to do. The night was all around him now, and high overhead, a wild white moon was riding high in the sky. There was not a sound, not a movement anywhere. Most people, and especially small children, are often quite scared of being outdoors alone in the moonlight. 
Everything is so quiet, and the shadows are so long and black, and they keep turning into strange shapes that seem to move when you look at them, and the slightest little snap of a twig makes you jump. And James felt exactly like that now. He stared straight ahead with large, frightened eyes, hardly daring to breathe. Not far away in the middle of the garden, he could see the giant peach towering over everything else. Surely, it was even bigger tonight than it had ever been before. And what a dazzling sight it was. The moon was shining and glinting over its curved sides, turning them into crystal and silver, and it looked like a tremendous silver ball lying there in the grass, silent and mysterious and wonderful. And then, all at once, little shivers of excitement started to run over James's skin on his back. Something else, he told himself. Something else stranger than ever this time is about to happen again to me. He was sure of it. He could feel it coming. He looked around him, wondering what on earth it was going to be. The garden lay soft and silver in the moonlight. The grass was wet with dew and a million dewdrops were sparkling and twinkling like diamonds around his feet. And now suddenly the whole place, the whole garden, seemed to be alive with magic. Almost without knowing what he was doing, as though drawn by some powerful magnet, James Henry Trotter started walking slowly towards the giant peach. He climbed over the fence that surrounded it and stood directly beneath it, staring up at its great bulging sides. He put a hand out and touched it, gently, with the tip of his finger. It felt so soft and warm and slightly furry. Oh, he stepped in closer and rubbed his cheek lightly against the soft peach skin. And then suddenly, while he was doing this, he happened to notice that right beside him and below him, close to the ground, there was a hole in the side of the peach. Snip, snap, snout. This tale's told out. Well, young enchanted forest listeners, we bid you good night. Sweet dreams.